Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's up, everybody? Garrett Sisti here. Just want to jump on here and talk about the Chargers first round selection from yesterday. We'll talk about all the Chargers seven picks after they make them. We'll go in depth and talk about them after the draft. We'll also probably have some video breakdowns, but right now I just want to do a quick hitter on the Chargers first selection of this 2023 draft. It was Quentin Johnston, the TCU wide receiver for a little context. Jackson Smith and Jigbo was the Chargers' number one wide receiver on their board. And of course, he goes one pick before the Chargers at number 20 to the Seattle Seahawks. So they had a little discussion about the three remaining wide receivers. Zay Flowers, who Brandon Staley was a big fan of. Uh, Jordan Addison, who wide receiver coach Chris Beatty had uh, experience with from Maryland to Pitt. He helped recruit him. He was a big fan of Jordan Addison. And Tom Telesco was the biggest proponent of Quinton Johnston. Uh, they ended up going with QJ for a couple of different reasons, one of which is Kellen Moore backing up Tom Telesco in his love for QJ, saying that he thought he knew what he could do with Quinton Johnston in this offense, and he thought that QJ could play a C.D. Lamb-type role in this Chargers offense. The other was... They had a combine interview that they were absolutely blown away by. So obviously they fell in love with him when JSN wasn't on the board. QJ was going to be the guy. They had some small discussions in the room the day of the pick, but ultimately they went with Quentin Johnston. So let's talk about what they love so much about Quentin Johnston and some of the good stuff about QJ. So obviously it's the frame and the size that sticks out right away. That of any player in this draft is the most NFL ready. Quinton Johnston has the prototypical X receiver type frame. A lot of these wide receivers in this whole class are a lot of small, undersized, speedy guys. Probably won't meet a lot of teams' thresholds. Did Tom Telesco had mentioned a threshold thing was a Flowers. Obviously, that's scared some teams away, maybe even the Chargers. But Quinton Johnston built like an NFL wide receiver. What you love about him is the frame the size, and the speed. The arm length is one of his trump cards. He has 33 5.8 inches. He has a massive catch radius. Now, he had to have a massive catch radius because his quarterback, Max Duggan, was atrocious. He had to catch balls off the grass. He had to catch balls over his head. He had to catch balls way outside of his frame. He has a really big catch radius, and he had to with that quarterback. When you stick him with Justin Herbert, you automatically raise Quinton Johnson's ceiling because the fact that he was even able to get 1,000 yards in that offense with Duggan thrown to him is a minor miracle. So in that respect, Quinton Johnson's ahead of the curve. What you also love about him is his speed. Now, he isn't an explosive athlete, but he has build-up speed. If he's got space, he can run by you and he can run down the field. 
He is going to break a lot of tackles. We talked about uh, yak ability. That's what a lot of people are talking about. He was number two in yards after the catch among wide receivers in the nation last year. So a guy that is a really, really tough tackle. He's big, he's strong, and he's fast. Any arm tackle, he's running through it, and he's pretty physical. He'll run over DBs, especially smaller DBs. He's not afraid of being physical. Stiff arm's pretty good, too. So he isn't a guy that's going to take a screen and take it to the house and run past everybody. He's not a click and explode to the end zone type of athlete, but he is a guy that will reach his top speed if you give him a 10-yard cushion and can probably run by guys. Also, he's in a conference that had a lot of DBs that couldn't tackle, so he obviously took advantage of that. It's going to be different in the NFL, but you absolutely love that he can turn a five-yard catch to a 10-yard catch because he can break through a couple tackles and get some extra yards off the catch, which is something the Chargers offense desperately needs. So other than that, the fact that he was able to make Max Duggan okay and he's probably going to get drafted, QJ did all that. Duggan is terrible, and he did the best of really, really bad quarterback play. Now, some of the knocks, um, you know, I think at the line of scrimmage, he's not as fast as he should be. He takes two to three steps to get off the line. He's a little slow to get off the line. And I think in college, they gave him a lot of cushions. You give Quentin Johnson cushions, he's probably going to end up killing you. If you press man him is when he had some issues. Now, in the NFL, they're probably going to press man him. If he's slow off the line, that's going to be an issue. The other issue, and I think the biggest knock here, is the hands. He had a 10% drop rate in college. Not good at all. He's more of a body catcher. If you're going to get press manned, you're going to have to go catch, go out and get that ball away from your body. You can't let it inside your body because the DB is going to be right on top of you. With those long arms, if he wasn't a body catcher, he would be amazing. And Telesco thinks he could uh, fix the drop issues. He had a 10% drop rate last year in college was just not good at all. And not just because Max Duggan isn't very good, and I'm sure he inflated those stats, but there was a lot of concentration drops. Even at his pro day, he dropped balls where nobody's around him, and he was in gym shorts. So, you know, there's there's some hands issues there. Telesco thinks they could fix that. Hopefully they can, because really, if they're going to reach his ceiling, he's going to need to be able to catch the ball. And that's pretty important for a wide receiver to catch the ball and he's physical. I mean, I, I like him as a run blocker. I, something that I think is kind of getting lost right now on Quentin Johnson is I think he's a really good run defender as a wide receiver. And I think that's going to be great for the chargers run game. And he's physical after the catch. What I would like to see him do is be more physical when contacts in the area, any crossers, or if there's a safety bearing down on him, you could see him alligator arm him at times. And that leads to a couple drops. I'd like to play him. I'd like to for him to play more to his size uh, when he gets to the NFL. So obviously you can point to Max Duggan and how bad he is. And maybe that, you know, kind of lends itself to that 10% drop rate. But really, when you look at it, there's a lot of concentration drops too. Even on his pro day, he was dropping balls in his shorts with no DBs around him and just coaches watching him. So that's something that's going to have to get fixed. Uh, route running, hopefully he can uh, get a little better at. But, you know, I think as ter in terms of a fit for the Chargers, he is built as an X receiver. 
He played outside and in for TCU. I think he could play anywhere. I think the route tree is still a work in progress, but I think there are some good things about the route tree. Um, and the one thing for me that I took away from this whole thing, giving it a day to let, let it breathe a little bit, is Telesco made the safest wide receiver pick in this draft. Quentin Johnston has the highest floor of probably any wide receiver in this class. Now, JSN, you might be able to argue, might be one of those two, have the highest floor. But in terms of the body, the frame, the size, and the speed, I just think that at worst, you've got a wide receiver two. If he could put it all together, you've got a wide receiver one. And today, he's the third wide receiver on the depth chart behind Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Joshua Palmer, obviously going to have to earn some snaps again. Uh, you wish that he could have uh, progressed more than he has in the few years that he's been with the Chargers. But if you draft a wide receiver at 21 overall, you're not putting him as your QB, as your, excuse me, wide receiver four, QB four. You don't want to put him at QB four or wide receiver four. You want to put him at wide receiver three and get him some snaps. So he's a rookie. He'll work his way up. And now Joshua Palmer uh, is depth. And I think you got a pretty good fit here. The Chargers needed a wide receiver. I talked about, you know, how I would attack this draft. Wide receiver was my biggest need in, in the first round because I feel like now in day two and day three, there's a huge fall off in terms of wide receivers. So if you can get that uh, one of the top five, four wide receivers and that he was on my list, Quentin Johnston was, he was number four. If you can get a wide receiver in the first round, uh, you're set. And the Chargers got it. They got their big-bodied wide receiver, which is obviously going to help in the red zone. It's going to help when you're going to need just a couple yards uh, when it's like third and three and you need a big wide receiver to kind of body up on a smaller DB or a linebacker. That's going to help a lot. And the fact that you've got somebody that can get some extra yards after the catch is really good. So for me, this anybody saying that this is lower than a, a C grade if you're giving them a letter grade is just not correct. There, This is just fine. You know, on my chart, my emotional draft day chart, this was a fine whatever type pick and it is fine. It could be great. It could be awesome, but I don't think it could be anything lower than fine. And that's what I think uh, kind of lent itself to the Chargers picking Quentin Johnston. It was safe. He's got the highest floor. And while I don't think he has the highest ceiling, he still does have a really high ceiling with that size and frame and speed. So uh, they can clean up some of his shortcomings. They got a pretty good player and a guy for me, uh, you know, I think it's in the B minus B range. Uh, and it's a, it's a fine pick. It's a good pick for the chargers. They got their wide receiver and now they got to go get an edge and tight end and a couple other things. And I'm sure we'll talk about that on the live stream. So thanks for watching. Make sure you join the live stream tonight. We're going to go at three 30 Pacific time, half an hour before the draft starts. We'll talk about all the picks again. We'll give our instant reactions Thanks for tuning in yesterday. We had a lot of people join the stream. I uh, appreciate all the support, guys. Love you, and I'll see you next time.